0: Welcome to the Empowering the Light podcast. Woot, woot. I'm Lily Augustin, light worker, womb wisdom guide, and artist. And this podcast is all things love and light, empowering true autonomy and inspiring along the way. I cannot wait for you to dive into this next episode, and I honor the light that you are spreading in this world. Welcome back, everybody, to the Empowering the Light podcast. I am so excited because today is our finale episode for season one. This is our 22nd episode, and I'm so excited to welcome Becca Komar on today for our guest. Welcome, Becca.
1: Thank you. Hello, everyone, and thank you for letting me share this beautiful space.
0: Thank you for being here. So we were just chatting before hopping on this podcast, and usually before we start recording, we do like a drop-down meditation to just kind of get centered, to ask for guidance. So we decided it would be fun today to go ahead and do that live with you guys. So I invite you to place one hand on your heart and one hand on your womb, and taking a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Letting yourself come fully into the present moment. Letting yourself drop down deeper and deeper into your body. Deeper and deeper into your womb space. And just bringing your awareness to your breath. Breathing in and breathing out. Allowing yourself to let go of anything that might have happened prior to listening to this episode. And we ask that everything that comes up today be for the highest good of all of our listeners and that will be led to the topics and the conversations that you as our beautiful listeners are meant to hear and receive. And when you're ready, you can start blinking your eyes open and welcoming some more movement into your body. And we'll go ahead and dive into this episode. Okay. Mm. I'm so excited for this episode. I'm like sitting here and being like, "Oh my gosh, yes!" So, Becca is an intuitive business coach for soul-based entrepreneurs and light workers. She is the host of Follow Your Heart podcast, which is amazing, by the way. I love her podcast. Creator of the Passion to Profit course, retreat host, and digital nomad. Most recently, during the epidemic, she found herself settling down in Ometepe, and you can help me fix that if I totally pronounce that wrong. Ometepe. Recently, during the epidemic, she found herself settling down in Ometepe, the island of gods in Nicaragua, raising a baby hawk and living life in a community. I love that, and I've been loving your stories with the hawk in them. Loving that on your Instagram. <laughs> welcome, Becca. Welcome to this podcast. Welcome to the space. Mm,
1: thank you for the introduction and the meditation. I'm like, about to start my moon and start bleeding and I've been hyper emotional and even just that meditation you did and gave us was just like tearing me up. So I appreciate that. And I'm so excited to chat about everything. Me too.
0: And oh my gosh, that's such a perfect time. I'm uh, I'm like right about to enter my peak of ovulation. So I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Let's do this. I'm ready to push. So I love that we're both in those two different phases and those two different mm. energies. It's going to make a really beautiful yeah. conversation today. So I'm super excited yeah. for that. Yes. Okay. So before we like hop in and let things flow. I was wondering, would you be interested in telling our audience about your story of how you got to be where you are today, how you got to be the Becca that you are today? Um, What did that journey look like for you?
1: Mm, Okay, let's see if I can condense it. I love to share and sometimes I may go off on tangents, but there's always a reason, right? This is why i love going on podcasts with people like you know, i do my podcast the same way it's all flow so like whatever comes through is supposed to come through um so my story it's a little bit different every time what i feel called to share with all of you is uh, uh my spiritual journey is really what took me on to where i am now with my business being a, a nomad um moving out of the u.s out of america and that was about three years ago, really, when uh, I was at the peak of my career in terms of um, making a lot of money at a young age, like twenty, how long? Twenty-three or twenty-four. And I was in software sales, and my main focus in life was, you know, like to have a good job and to make good money, buy a house, eventually settle down. You know, the whole dream. And so I was. Always a very driven type A person, perfectionist, people pleaser, and living the American dream. (laughs) And the more that I made in that job, as amazing, it taught me so much now that I'm able to teach people from more of a heart centered and spiritual space. And the sales job was like uh, the most challenging thing I've ever been through and the most healing because it brought me to meditation. And I worked 60 plus hours a week. Even on Sundays, I was going into the office to try to catch up. I was on emails all night, working. Waking up at like 5 a.m. every morning, going to bed, like at nine or ten. Just literally had like one hour to myself a day, if that. And so it was just constant movement. And I earned um, a really good amount of money during that time. Like at the peak, I I think about uh, two or three years ago, I looked at my W-2 and it was like. Before taxes, um, like $400,000. And with that, it was like amazing, but also at the same time, like I was told to spend it all to buy a brand new Audi and buy a house and to get my nails done and my hair done and all these things. that it didn't feel good to me, but I was told this is what you do and this is the right thing to do. And it just never settled with me. And so then as I started, I started discovering meditation and I eventually hired a personal coach, um, that one thing led to another. And I've eventually just like, after listening to tons of podcasts and just consuming so much information, realized I want to be a coach and I didn't know how, I really didn't know if it was possible, but I had that little spark in me of like, this is not it. There's more. And so I eventually quit that life, even though it was really challenging to let go of like all of the money and my current life. and. um you know, over the last couple of years, about two years, I'd still even building my business on the side while working full-time in sales. And just back in October of 2019, quit my sales job completely, went full-time with my business, launched my group coaching course, my 101 high-ticket clients. And after that, I ended up here in Nicaragua, where I wanted to be a nomad, and poof, it's like everything I've been came together into where I am now in my life when I want to not when I have to helping to heal the planet and my version of what you know I've been called to do so that's who I am and kind of my, my story and my path
0: that was so powerful I actually resonated so much with what you were just talking about um yes oh my gosh yes I love that you like felt like that wasn't right for you and that you did what did feel good for you I also found meditation because I was doing, like, I was working three jobs in college, going full-time as a student, like, doing everything, like, super high in my masculine energy, trying to do it all, because that's what we're told to do. You're right. Like, we're told ah. that you need to work so hard to the point of burnout in order to be, like, accomplished um, and productive. And so I did that. and. it it was through that that I realized like this is not a sustainable way to live. Like this is not how I want to live. And I found coaching the same way. Like I hired a coach and I was like, oh my gosh, there's this whole realm of coaching that's so beautiful. And I was actually just talking to someone this morning about how it's like a community, like this whole like industry of like being able to help other women. It's like this beautiful nurturing community that is so different Mm -hmm. from anything I had ever known in the workforce before. It was always like The workforce always seemed very competitive, like you need to get ahead of somebody else or like it's, there's only like limited spaces. So you're fighting each other to get it. And I feel like this community is just like, there is room for everybody and everyone like helps each other and makes opportunities for each other and like loves on each other. It's like so amazing and so different. And I had no idea that this ever existed until I became a part of it. And I'm like, I never want to go back. (laughs)
1: Right. And I so resonate with that. It's, um, I'm so grateful you brought that up because that's a really big topic that, um, is really a difference between like the feminine, and the masculine energy. And I don't know, like I've I've been talking about it more and processing it more, but this is something that like, because I was in sales and I was working with a lot of women, like it was very competitive and it was such a nice, peaceful feeling of being able, like you said, to go in this coaching world where most women I connected with were in the place of support and connection and community and collaboration. And so I was like, yeah, I don't have to compete. We can all be in the same space and do similar things, but with our own flair. And I was just having a conversation with my boyfriend the other day because right now in his phase of what he's like, going on his journey is like, right now I'm using competition as fuel to motivate me forward and propel me. And he's like, it's not like I'm doing it from a place of fear or hate, but from love and competition. And I'm like, but why does it have to be that way? And it's like such a difference between the masculine and the feminine, because I'm over here like, "I, I did the competition. Now I feel like, why is it necessary? But of course, so above, like what's above is also below, you know, duality. So I can see the benefits of both, but really, I feel really resonant with what you are in this time of my life as well. It's like, there really is no need for competition. I feel like it separates us, especially as coaches in the community. I really feel like we're better together, especially right now.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I could not. I could not agree more. I completely agree. And I think that it's interesting too, looking at like, like you were saying the masculine and the feminine and how like some people see the masculine as this like competitive energy is very motivating and where other people are like, but there's also like another way that we can operate. And I was talking to someone like on an interview the other day and, and she was talking about how, um, how, our like patriarchal system, like we're always like saying, Oh, it's broken. It's broken because it doesn't really support women very well. Um, and she pointed out, she was like, but maybe it's not broken because it's been working for so long. Maybe we just need to pave our own system. Like we need to pave our own path and our own community. And I loved that perspective. Cause I was like, you know what? Like you're so right. Like this structure works, but it doesn't work for everybody. And it, It doesn't Mm -hmm. work in alignment with like a woman's natural strengths and her cycle. And, but like, we have the opportunity to like pave this community Mm -hmm. that is collaborative, that is working Mm -hmm. together. That is one of love that works with our bodies. So we don't need to like fit into a mold. And it's, it's really powerful knowing that like we have the power to do that.
1: Ah, I am so in line with what you're saying and Like just this morning in a meditation, like um, I've really been feeling that calling of paving the way, like even in sales, I know there are aspects that are really helpful when used with love, but then I feel like there is a better way to do it. But people have only seen the proven success of the more patriarchal way of doing it in the more masculine way. And so I see it all the time on Instagram oh, like if you message 20 people a day and they get on this many sales calls, you're going to get the the conversion rate of 10%. And then you're going to have 10K months. And then people are chasing that number of like, oh, this structure works and this is always how it's going to be. And yet, if there was another way proposed that maybe was based on energy and less effort and grind, um, we would do it, right? But it's like, right now, this is the way that works. that people know, and most people are going to follow the herd versus lead the pack, and I really appreciate like you're doing that through your your version, your calling with menstrual cycles, and I'm doing it more through the spiritual heart-centered sales and energy as well and manifestation. So it's really cool what you said. And just this morning in my meditation, one of the big reminders for me was I noticed myself getting a thought loops of focusing on the problem, not the solution. And just like you said, it's like, oh yeah, okay, if the system's not work broken, like let's work on the solution. Why dwell on the problem?
0: Yes. Yes, that's so true. And I think that there's also, there's like a fear in doing that, in like, looking at the positive solution instead of dwelling in the problem like you were saying and i think that there's also like a fear in leading in a different way and like stepping out of the numbers stepping out of the statistics and leading from a place of your heart and just following your intuition which is so wise like we're not taught in our society that our intuition is like this all-seeing like wise eye within us but it really is like we hold this ancient wisdom within us um, that will lead us exactly where we need to go, which is powerful. And it's sad that it's not more, that that's not like the general way of doing things, which is like to listen to your heart and your intuition. But I know mm-hmm. everybody that I've ever talked to who listened to that intuition rather than staying in that fear of following like the scene has mm-hmm. made such amazing like jumps in their life because they like knew exactly what they needed. It's just like superpower inside mm-hmm. of us that we're not taught. Talk- We're not taught to actually like
1: honor, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! Like literally every single thing you're talking about is like a lot of what I've been processing lately at another level. Of course, like you know, these are all principles like that come into our our awareness when we go through our awakening, and then there's layers and layers and layers of it. And that's another one that's been coming up for me, and I think it's something that's being healed as a collective, is exactly that of trusting intuition versus trying to find the logic for the validation and I've also been brought teachers in my life that are also my friends and part of my soul family that are in men's bodies and more of the masculine that are challenging me with following my intuition my emotion and trying to make me validate decisions with logic and it's You know, before I'd be like, oh, I'm just not going to associate with those kind of people. They're not my people. But I feel like I'm being called and maybe even as a humanity, we're being called to combine the two in a way that's harmonious, which is something that doesn't come natural for me. And I think for a lot of the more feminine energy and the women are feeling a little challenged with that. Um, Can you resonate with that as well? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love what you were saying. As soon as you said that, I was
0: like, yes, 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 yes. And actually there's like a beautiful thing that I found that has really helped me like balance that, like that logic and that really like intuitive feminine energy. And it's like so amazing because your menstrual cycle has two phases where you're super in your masculine energy and logic. And it has two phases where like you're super in your feminine energy and intuition. And it's like this built in balance within your body This just like blows my mind every time I talk about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're like given all of these tools in our body and we're not taught about them. And I'm like, why? Like this is what every person needs (laughs) to know. Um, but yes, like it's hard to balance that. Like it's that masculine feminine energy of logic and intuition is so hard to balance. And our menstrual cycle gives us this beautiful tool to like Help us balance it, even if it, it's still hard. But like, it kind of like helps yeah. helps us know like why we're having a hard time with logic because our body's in an intuitive phase, or why we're having a hard time in, with intuition when our body's in a logical phase. Which is it's crazy and it's amazing, and I love it. And it's like this superpower of being able to like tap into that, and it makes it way less confusing too.
1: Wow! Thank you so much for sharing that. That is extremely helpful. Um, yeah, like. Really following my menstrual cycle and moon cycle is new to me, quite honestly, within the last six months, really, of like tapping into that with my energy and my work and how I operate my life. So the more I know, like that's such a beautiful tool to know, to be in that awareness of like, oh, okay, I have that internal balance. I have to trust it, that it's going to be there when it's the divine timing.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I love, I love that. Exactly. That it's like there and it's just, and it's hard to trust it. Like for everyone who's listening, who's like, yeah, like I know I have all this wisdom in my body. I know that like all, like I have this like spirit that's guiding me, but like, no, it's hard. It's hard to like take that leap of faith in something that you can't see and, but also know that it's worth it. Like it's yeah. so worth it. And what is your? I'd love to know, like, your experience with like those like intuitive nudges, those things that like you couldn't see that didn't rely on logic, but ended up being like these beautiful miracles in
1: your life. Ah, uh, my biggest one yet has been getting me here and now living in this beautiful island, not in quarantine during quarantine. <laughs> um. My, to back up a little bit, my best friend, soul sister, Kaylee Corfike, she goes by Kasha Kaylee, about uh, two years ago, and we had just been starting our business and really deep into our spiritual awakenings. And we would message each other every single day as like support of like validation of all the signs and synchronicities and help each other interpret them and go through the shadows. And we would just share all of the synchronicities and really tap into our intuition as our main guidance and so like we were training each other I didn't realize it now until like looking back of course we were training each other to build up that intuitive trust and so what happened was back in January of 2019 she was planning to go to Costa Rica she packed up everything she was living in California she packed up and she's like okay I'm leaving the U.S. I'm traveling the world I don't know where I'm gonna go but I'm starting out in Costa Rica and then maybe going to Europe And so I was like, I want to go to uh, Costa Rica, being a manifester, I am like inviting myself and she's a projector. So I'm like, hey, (laughs) I'm coming. So I booked a flight with a return date in five weeks. And before that, my guides and higher self told me, pack up your things and rent out your house because I own a house in Portland. And I was like, no, and sell my car. I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose all the money on my car. And I don't want to deal with all of that. Like, I'm going to come back. And sure enough, like I really tapped into, we were both really just focusing on our intuition and she found a retreat for me, an ayahuasca ceremony, which I did not plan on going to. And I found a retreat for her, which was astral projection in Guatemala. So we both like felt called to go different places after five weeks together or four weeks together. And my ayahuasca ceremony was supposed to end the exact same day I was supposed to fly out. So there was no way of me making my flight unless I left early. And I was like, I'm not leaving early. And that was my decision. Like, I just didn't show up for my flight. And this was in the end of February. And I stayed in Costa Rica for a little bit longer. After the ceremony, and then some things happened where like, it was a weird series of like, strange events that like, were really big signs for me. It's like, okay, it's time to move on. And so it was getting really challenging for like a day or two of this really weird energy that was dense. And I was woken up in the middle of the night, like at 4 a.m. for my guides. And I was told, look up spiritual community in Ometepe. And I had never, I'd heard about Ometepe a couple of times in the last few months, but I would never thought I was it was in Nicaragua in my life. And I Googled it and I found this at a community called Inanita, And with, 24 hours I was on a bus going up from Costa Rica to Nicaragua by myself and making my way to this this community which I'd never heard before and as I had been on my way I was staying with a girl at her Airbnb in Costa Rica and as soon as I told her I was going to Ometepe and staying that in Anita the community that's a permaculture community she's like oh my gosh I go there every year for a week it's amazing and I was like of course of course you've been there and I've never heard of this place before. So I, I go there. And within a week, I meet my boyfriend, lover. like, And I was not planning. We were both not planning on like being in relationships. We meet. He's building a project here on the island. And within a couple weeks, quarantine happened in the U.S. And flights closed. And I was like, I'm staying here. And from there, like, sold my house. Not sold my house. Rented it out. My family helped me sell my car, and like I literally moved without even having to leave the country. So it was just like one thing after another of my like guides, and it was scary. Like, there were times and weeks where I was like resistant and confused on not making a decision. And then, as soon as I was like, okay, I surrender, this is what I want, guides help me, like within an hour, it would all be solved.
0: Oh my gosh, that <laughs> is so powerful. <laughs> I love that. it's a lot. It's a lot, but it's, like, so amazing. And what's so amazing about it, too, is, like, is, like, not only, like, were you tapping into your intuition and all of this, like, beautiful abundance was happening around you, but, like, also this isn't, like, rare. Like, this is something that, like, everyone who's listening, like – this is something you can do too, like to be able to listen to your guides, listen to your intuition. Like this is so possible to everyone who's listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. And it makes, it's so amazing. It's like this whole other world that we're not exposed to unless like we grew up in it. Um, that's just mm-hmm. like abundant and joyful and like leading you exactly down your path and paving your own path. I love it.
1: Yes, yes. and that's exactly... Really what I support my clients in and teach them is um, like one manifestation visualizing because I had visualized what my dream life would look like a year or two ago and would visualize that like once a week. And it was a lot different, but also a lot the same to what I'm living in my reality now. And that's a really powerful thing. But I think what happens is there's a lot of fear and resistance to even allowing ourselves to visualize the potential, because of the fear, one, they don't think they're worthy enough to even have that life, and two, it's fear of letting go of their own identity and where they are, like, you know, a prime example is a lot of women, or I work with a lot of women, afraid to leave their jobs because they feel like they're not going to be supported, and therefore, they're, you know, kind of blocking from that abundance or the possibility because they're like, well, I need this job to support me, and I need money, and I have to pay my bills, and it's like, Well, yeah, those, that's going to be solved, but you have to make that next step and trust. And so it takes, it's not just like, oh, it just all comes so easily. There's hard decisions. It doesn't always have to be hard work.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I actually completely resonated with that. I, um, I quit my job. Um, let's see where are we? We're in June now. I quit my job in April. April, I think, to go full time into my business. And it was that like choice to quit and leave. Like I didn't know what it was gonna look like. I was just like, I know that this is my business, is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I know that I'm supposed to be helping women reconnect to their menstrual cycle and their life and in their business. And and so I made that jump and I like quit my secure job. It was like a really good job. that I also loved where I was like, this is not where I'm supposed to be right now in my life, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And I made that jump and everything flowed from there. It was crazy. It was like, all of a sudden I had way more motivation in my business. I was able to make things happen. I like came out with my first meditation course that ended up going really well, just based off my intuition. It was like the best choice that I ever made in my business was being like, I am going to commit myself to this and like tell the universe I'm ready for this to like be my life, Mm -hmm. for this to be my work, to be my calling. And it's powerful and it's terrifying. I was so terrified. Um, but I like, I'm so glad that I did. I loved that job and I love my current job, but this was where I needed to be. And trusting that just like brought Mm -hmm. all of everything else with it. It brought this like abundance with it, which was amazing. Uh,
1: So uh, awesome. Months ago, like this last April?
0: Yep. Yeah. That was like two or three months ago. Yeah.
1: Wow. I'm, such, I'm so glad. Please keep sharing that story. And it's like one of those reminders where like sometimes I forget to share it too of like, we are allowing to anchor in for others to be able to do that same. And it's like, oh, wow, where they, they did it. All of you guys listening, like if we can do it, you can do it. Like literally we are, there, there's no difference. And there was times when I was listening to podcasts and I really wanted to make that leap and quit my job. And I was too afraid. And then I would think about my coach and some of my other friends are already doing it. And I'm like, okay, I can do it too. It's like just jumping into the deep Friends, and it's totally possible. And so, like, you're always supported, even if you don't see the evidence yet. Like, whenever that decision is made, then we're always rewarded after.
0: Yes, that's such a beautiful message. Um, and I feel like a message that so many people need to hear, and even a message that I need to hear, like, over and over again is reminding myself, like, I am supported. Like, I will always be supported if I follow my intuition. Like, the universe is going to take care of the rest. And it's really And like with, with, of course, with me taking the action to help that along, but it's really not only like rewarding, but it's very comforting knowing like you can follow your calling and still be supported and know that you will be supported, which is so powerful. And something that again, like, isn't something that we're taught. Usually we're taught, like, you need to work so hard to like do everything and get everything. And we're not taught that you can actually just like surrender and take the action based on your intuition and let not only like the universe support you, but also like be able to let other people come in and support you like in a community. And that goes back to what you were saying with the community. I'd love to dive into that. Like, how does it feel living in such a beautiful community right now?
1: Yeah, it's uh, so amazing. And it's just like one of the things that I was calling in for 2020 was community. And like, in 2019, it was a lot of introversion time, and I was in like the process of shifting my life, quitting my job, but also building my business. So I was home a lot, and I was doing a lot of inner healing and working on my business and my job. So I was really creating that community going into this year in 2020. Um, so I started out when I came to uh, this island, Omotabe, at the community where it was like a full permaculture community and there was like at the peak 40 people there and we're like I was living in a tent and we were having gratitude circles and cacao ceremonies and ecstatic dance together and transparency circles and centrality, centrality it. your typical not typical but like your ideal hippie community and It was beautiful. Um, It was also really based on sustainability. So it was like 99% sustainable. We used compost toilets. I peed in bushes and walked around barefoot. Like it was amazing and totally new to me. Um, And so I did that for six weeks. And so that was like my version of community and really it broke down so many of the conditioning thoughts and habits I had from living in America and so many of them so quickly and like yeah that was beautiful because it really gave me a positive influence being surrounded by so many people um it taught me a lot about learning to protect my energy as well because you're around so many people all the time and there's not a lot of space to yourself um so yeah i did that type of community for six weeks and then i moved away now i'm in a smaller house where we have shared space and we still have like our little family Um, and then also within this island, because we're in quarantine, there's not people coming in and out of the island. We're starting to develop this beautiful healing center. Like it's so beautiful watching the community coming together right now in front of my eyes. Like during this time, I truly feel like all of us here individually have come together to create this healing island in this space. And I hear, I talk to people about their stories of how they got here on the island and they're all so synchronistic and divine, like there's no planning. It was like, I don't know how I got here is mostly what the answer is, but I also know and trust that I was supposed to be here. And so now I have like my own little area with a small community and then also branching out, like I have all of my like soul family here on the island, a different type of community where we see each other at least weekly for celebrations and yoga and just like last night went to a big party for a couple friends for their birthdays and it was so beautiful just like drinking kombucha and someone made like homemade focaccia and just oh it's magical so yeah I'm definitely getting a lot of dose of community now
0: yes oh that's so beautiful and I feel like that's what so many people right now in quarantine are like seeking they're like we just want to like be around the community again and I know um like everyone I talk to who's like, I just want to like go out and see my friends. I want to be able to gather with them again and be able to like feel this community essence, which social media has been great so far in helping create that. And our technology has been really great in helping us kind of have some community during this time. But that, that in-person community is also so powerful and so important. And it's also really similar to like, just like when you reconnect to the earth, like it's so much more powerful when you can walk on the earth barefoot and have that connection. And um which it's as soon as you said that you were like walking around barefoot I was like yes that's what I want <laughs> I want to just walk around barefoot all day and I live like <laughs> yeah. in a city center so I like if I walk around barefoot I risk stepping on a bunch of weird glass and stuff but I like walking barefoot is one of the most healing <laughs> yeah. practices so I'm like yes I'm there I want to do that um so, yeah 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 so how has that been feeling too, like being able to really reconnect to the island and connect to nature and, and have that beautiful connection. And this is something that I talk a lot in my work about too, is like really reconnecting to Gaia and reconnecting to the earth. And because like mm. our wombs are a direct connection to like mother earth's womb. So it's like, we already have this beautiful mm. connection and when we can just strengthen it and really tap into it, it's so beautiful. So how has that been feeling for you?
1: so good. Like, I'm getting emotional thinking about it because a part of me is, like, um, feeling, like, wow, like, not, there's a little sense of guilt, and I know that's my own process, like, well, I can't believe, like, how disconnected I was from her for the longest time. As a child, I was always, I was in 4-H, I raced a lot of animals, I rode horses at a very young age, like, three years old, I was always out on the ranch, playing in the field, playing in the mud, and that was my, my natural state, and then I got so disconnected from it as an adult, and as a teenager, and now I'm coming back home to earth, and that connection again, and it feels so empowering, and also very feminine, like, it's beautiful to see how I've been guided, like, back in February, when I had my, my ayahuasca ceremonies, my intention was to heal my womb, so it's really cool that you're saying that the womb connection to earth, is really how we're connecting to her just like the males are connecting from their heart to the cosmos we're connecting room to the earth and so it's just been like a very healing process it's almost like like going back to an old friend that you haven't seen in a long time or like building a strong relationship with your mother and having her teach you all of these lessons um there i just realized how much i have not been aware of around me that's like such a great teacher that doesn't even come from a book or a human or another being or it is a being but yeah it's just nature feels really good and I'm just um yeah really trying to find that balance between the onward world online world and also connection with nature because I feel like that's just like the strongest medicine that we're all being called right now to connect with and for some of you listening I don't know where you fall in terms of like beings and energy and entities and things like that but um i am in big into channeling like i love people that can channel messages for me tap into my guides and give me channel messages from like the pleiadians and other higher christ consciousness beings as well and one of the most recent channels i received was that i'm here to really support people in um one connecting to earth and activating pachamama again and mama gaia like just through the touching of your hands and like to your heart and hands to the ground, and so that's really something that I'm really feeling called to do and wanting to just learn and embrace more. Because like at first I heard that I was like, "That's crazy! Like, why me? Why would I do that?" But it can be that simple. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm really feeling good about and learning new things about like what what teas to drink and how they heal you. What are the natural on the island that we can use locally? and um asking all of the birds and the butterflies coming by like what are you here to teach me like just really connecting in all ways possible
0: yes oh my gosh i totally resonated with everything you first said i had the same experience where like i was when i was little i would like spend all my day outside i like loved rolling around in the grass i like loved like having that like skin connection to the earth and i just like i loved it like we had a big background i mean big backyard and it was, like, full of, like, beautiful, like, luscious uh, plants that ended up getting, like, super overgrown. It was, like, this, like, magical mystery yard, and I just, like, I loved it. I loved that connection. I always walked barefoot. Um, I loved rolling down, like, our hill, and in later on, like, when when I ended up becoming, like, trying to become a professional ballet dancer, I, like, moved into the city. I like lost that connection. There wasn't a ton of nature around me where I was living like in Pittsburgh. Um, and coming back to that, I had the same feeling where it was like coming back to like home, like coming back Mm -hmm. to the earth, like coming back to my womb, coming back to that connection between my womb and the earth. It, it like felt like I was coming back to something that I knew, like that I knew her Mm -hmm. so well. And it was such an amazing feeling. I remember like like, crying to my boyfriend about, like, how amazing, like, I was feeling, like, in this connection, and how powerful it was, and how grateful I was to come back to it, and, um, and I've also found, like, I loved how you were talking about, like, asking the butterflies, and asking the birds, I've found so much support in the elements, too, of, like, welcoming, like, mm-hmm. air, fire, earth, water, welcoming all of them into my decisions, and their amazing guidance, and, like, the light that's, like, the fire burns within you and like the cleansing of water and like having that new relationship with the elements has like completely changed like how I see everything like how I see nature how I see myself Mm -hmm. how I see my decisions which has felt so powerful so I completely resonate with what you were saying with how like how good it feels to come back and and even like just like how you said yeah like placing your hands on the earth it's really cool like feeling too, like being able to place your hands on the earth and feel her current of energy and like the amazing power of energy running through her and then also be able to like almost tap into like that grid of energy and be able to like like lift it up and feel Mm -hmm. like the weight of that grid and it's such a cool feeling and um it's really powerful being able to connect into that and again like this is something that anyone who's listening like go take a moment, take a step, like step outside, like go breathe in some fresh air. If you've been cooped up in your house right now, go walk barefoot for a second, Mm -hmm. go just put your hands on the ground. Even if it's on asphalt, like just start feeling that heartbeat of the earth because she's always there supporting you with amazing unconditional Mm -hmm. love.
1: Yeah. such a beautiful reminder for all of us. And it's beautiful how many similarities we have in our journeys. Of course we were brought together. And I'd also remind all of you, this is something that I have to remind myself, um, I'm one that's very, like, people tend to come to me for structure and guidance and organization and vision and accountability. And I'm, I would say, naturally pretty good about that, more in, like, the masculine energy, but also it's, like, more, I have to be more aware and conscious of the feminine. So whenever in the morning, I'll be like, okay, I need to do my grounding meditation for the day. And then I can go out and do these other things, you know, I have like my morning routine, I have to meditate and then do grounding and visualize myself putting my roots into the soil. And sometimes I need like the actual connection versus just the visual of me closing my eyes and seeing my third eye. And I forget sometimes I go out in nature and I put my feet on the floor and I'm like, oh, I feel grounded. But then sometimes I'm closing my eyes and meditation, like, am I feeling grounded yet? Am I feeling grounded yet? Nope, not today. (laughs) And all I needed to do was put my bare feet on the ground. So you can, it's all the same. It's just energy and intention. So like, if you feel like, oh, like I don't have time for that, or I can't like what's the worst that's going to happen? Like you take a step outside when you're not really supposed to, I don't know what like your quarantine rules are. And you like soak up some sun for a moment and put your feet on the grass, even if it's fake grass, like, it's totally worth it.
0: Yes. Oh, that was such an amazing reminder. And it's so true. I like, there'll be mornings where I have the same thing where I like, I'm not feeling very grounded. I'm meditating and then I'll like go to the park and everything will all of a sudden like fall into place. Like I feel like grounded for the whole past week that I didn't feel grounded, just like all (laughs) soaked up in like five minutes. And I was like, oh yes. So I love that. That's such a great great reminder like especially because I think a lot of people here in the states right now it's like things are starting to open up with quarantine things are starting to change and things are like feeling a little bit unstable kind of all around us um and that's such a beautiful reminder to go put your feet on the grass let let the earth support you for a second and
1: um know that you're not alone
0: in everything that's happening
1: Um, and On that, no, I feel like called to also share, like we've been talking a lot about like different like uh, spiritual topics and things about the womb and elements and earth and synchronicities. And we're both business coaches and you're like, okay, where's the business strategy? And I, this is something that I have to remind myself to keep coming back to is this is part of your business. It's all of these practices. And one of my, my friends who's a healer, um, Sharma Pillay, she's amazing at um, entity removals and energy activation. She reminded me and one of my, on my group coaching call, we have a mastermind group of girls. And she reminded us, it's the 80-20 rule. It's 80% your spiritual practices, 20% the business actual action. And I'm like, oh yeah. So like all of these, like practices and rituals, then align us to give us guidance on taking that next aligned action. And then we can go back to our peace and our harmony in the world and doing our own inner healing. And then when we get that download, then we can take the aligned action. And so, of course, I have the business strategies as well where I help my clients with, but a majority of the work is all of the limiting beliefs, the meditation, the healing, and just like the connection to ourselves and earth and others. So, Just wanted to remind you all of that as well. I love that. That was such a good point.
0: I'm so glad that you brought that into the conversation because it's so true. It's that it's also because like your business is an extension of yourself and especially Mm -hmm. like in a lot of businesses um, and a lot of the people that are a part of like my community and that I know and just like anyone, like if you're, if you have your own business, if you're an entrepreneur, that is like a direct extension of you. So like being able to support yourself, being able to tap into your intuition, that's like a huge support for you in your business. Like that's like the guidance that you're looking for, that flow state that we all want to access in our business and in our life. And Mm -hmm. it's so important to remember that there needs to be a balance. There needs to be a balance between that masculine and that feminine energy and bringing both of them into your business, your life, your practices, Mm -hmm. your rituals. I love, Mm -hmm. I love so much that you brought that up. Thank
1: you for that. You're so welcome. It's something that I am constantly being reminded by my guides and also the separation, right? Between like, oh, like I am working on my business right now and I'm scheduling that time versus I am having my own self-care time and my life and there's a divide. And I was living in that world so much and it was like blocking me from abundance and from doing, like, it was like I had it backwards and I was trying to do it backwards was do all of my work first and then get to play and take care of myself. And I've been retraining my mind like in those layers and layers and layers of it where play and be in my, in terms of human design, my like strategy of peace. And through that, then I can take my aligned action when it's um, divine timing. So it's like totally reversing everything we've been taught.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that you brought that up. That is like, that is such a key element of the work that I do is like bringing in that play, bringing in that yeah. that flow state energy, like being able to bring in enjoyable things into your life and bring joy back into your business, which is so vital and so important. And, and really like truly working with your menstrual cycle is so amazing because then you like learn when you really need that play too. Like you learn when you really need to bring that play into your day in order for you to be like not burn out and stay sustainable. And it gives you this like blueprint, not only for your life, but your business of how to operate when you're going to be operating at your optimal state, how to take care of yourself, how to not burn out. It's like this beautiful gift that we're given in our body. And, and I love that you were saying play, like play is so important. And that was something that like, I forgot about, like up until like a year ago, I forgot that we can play as adults. Like that's part of our birthright is to like, Go out like go hula hooping or go run around like outside. Go do something that like feels enjoyable and that like that energy of like that child energy of just being able to live and be joyful. Living is so important.
1: Yeah, I so so agree and resonate with that. Yeah, something I'm recently coming back to as well with the play.
0: Yes, I love that. Okay, so Becca, do you have any last words that you would like to share with all of our listeners today before we start heading out?
1: Mm, Yes, this is really a big calling and a message I keep getting to share with just all souls. And I really feel right now is of course a big time of change. And I want to help remind you of your vision, your mission, why you came back to this planet during this lifetime. And so if you're ever doubting or questioning your own worthiness and your abilities, I'd like to remind you, you have our support. You have all of the support of the universe to guide you to help heal the planet during this time and help elevate um, and enlighten this planet. So if you're questioning, you know, if you want to start a business and you're too afraid or taking that next step, that may be scary. You're so supported and we so need you right now, not in a desperation way, but in a way of abundance. And yeah, just to really trust your inner, your inner authority, your intuition, because it's always, it's always right for you.
0: Oh, that was so beautiful. Thank you for that message. That was so powerful. And I encourage everyone who's listening to really take that into their heart and to follow their heart. That was so beautiful. Thank you. Now, if people are listening, they're like, yes, I want to work with her. Like, yes, I want to like go follow her and learn more about her. I'm so intrigued right now. What are the best media for people to find you on? And do you have any offers or opportunities coming up that you would like to tell them about?
1: Oh, I am one that's always putting my hands on new projects as a manifestor. I'm like, oh, initiating a new project, and then I start doing it. Um, But some consistent things I have stayed with me um, are, of course, I'm mainly on Instagram. That's my main platform. And you can find me at Becca Comar. Um, I'm sure that'll be linked up in the show notes. And also, I have a private Facebook group of Soul Aligned um, people that are being called into starting their business and maybe are entrepreneurs already or on the path of healing and spirituality. And, um, you can also find all of these links in my link tree bio in Instagram. So if you go to my bio on Instagram, click on the link and you'll see all of this. So it's a one, so yeah, it's a really big support system. It's private. It has lots of free information that's not shared anywhere else. And my podcast has been around for almost two years now. It's called Follow Your Heart Podcast. That's another good one for lots of information for free. And then my course, which over a couple dozen people have already took, it's called Passion to Profit. It's actually at a very low price right now. I'm going through the next version of it. So if you want to snag that before the new version's out and the price is increased, you can also find my Passion to Profit course. It's self-study. It brings you through completion of starting your your business, all the way through how to um, attract clients, dream clients, and to support yourself financially full-time in your coaching business. So all of that is in my Instagram bio link.
0: I love that. And I'll put all that information in the show notes here too. I am a member of Becca's Facebook group and I love her podcast. And I gotta say, both are fantastic. So definitely head over to check those out. Thank you so much, Becca, for being here with us today and shining your light and sharing your wisdom. This was such a beautiful and powerful episode, and I'm so excited that this was our finale episode. Thank you.
1: Uh, And it's 22. Tutu has been coming up so much. So yes, thank you for everyone that showed up and listened. And if you got anything from this, any messages, downloads, please tag us and share us on Instagram. And we'll be sure to reshare that with all of our followers to spread the love and light and inspiration during this time. So thank you for allowing me to be a part of this beautiful space.
0: Yes, you are so welcome. And yes, thank you to everyone who is listening for sharing this energy with us, sharing this space, sharing your time. I cannot wait to see you guys in season two. I love you guys so much. And I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowering the Light podcast. If you love this episode, please share it so that we can spread this light and empowerment to more people. I also want to invite you to join my free Divine Feminine community. Within this community, you will receive exclusive content and updates via email, be invited to my free virtual moon circles every month, which are so much fun, by the way, and you'll have access to our private Facebook group that is always being updated with more content and conversation. You can find the link to join on my website, liliageston.com, spelled L-I-L-I-A-G-E-S-T-S-O-N.com. I -I I can't wait for you to listen to more episodes and would love to know what you want to hear next. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at lilia underscore gueston or email me at lgueston at gmail.com so that we can bring you the content that
1: inspires your true autonomy.